What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Yala, but today is the 9th of April. We are recording it on the 9th of April, so you'll probably hear it on the 10th of April. Yeah, and this is day three of the COVID circuit breaker, otherwise affectionately known as CB. CCB, CCB, CCB. Oh, include COVID in front of CCB. Wow, yeah, and climax. <laughs> and 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 that is humorous. Why? Uh, because CCB is a is a very vulgar term in Singapore. I mean, it's an which acronym for a very vulgar term in Singapore. Yeah, like you actually, can say it. What? Yeah, yeah. Literally means a smelly vagina, which is so, bai lah, right? Yeah, and it's it's something that people used to cuss at others. It's not it's not sexist or anything. You can call guys, uh, or girls, CCB. It's just not yeah. a very nice thing to say to people. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but really, it is CCBs. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, I've, I've seen it use, be used as the acronyms in like uh, articles and all that also. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think completely acceptable because that's probably how everyone feels about this entire period. Uh, CCB. Yeah. Right. And no, but the confusing thing is, I mean, we just were on a call with today uh, with someone from India earlier today and he was saying, oh, you know, welcome to the lockdown. Then we're like, we're not actually in lockdown. It's it's fucking weird. Like, it's still, to me, it's still a limbo state. And like, even mm. as re- recent as last night, uh, Minister Masagos, uh, mm. who I think is the Singapore Minister for Environment, I believe, he posted something which basically said that, okay, on day two, right, the team of social distinct and social distancing ambassadors which is this this team of people going around Singapore to ensure people don't cluster they issued 3,000 advisories no? yeah, and this crazy. is still that was lower than the 7,000 from day one yeah. <laughs> and apparently people are still out exercising in groups in parks uh, yeah. going to Bukitima Nature Reserve like I can understand there might be certain demographics of people who maybe don't have the ability to cook at home for whatever reason they need to mm. pop down and get some food at the market but still fucking there are queues everywhere the thing about exercising in groups that's the one I cannot understand but um, I mean yeah running together I, I did see quite a number of people like running together even at like 10 in the evening when I was out for a walk with my dogs so it's uh, I, di- I didn't really Run, understand understand that. R- how many people? How many people in a group? Uh, just two or three of them maximum. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, like th- even now it's a bit confusing because technically you can interact with the people in your household, right? So maybe yeah, the yeah. three of them were in the same house, which I don't know, maybe they're housemates. But it just feels like, oh my god! I mean, now everything is everything around us is is COVID related, right? Yeah, yeah. So which that's why, why, which why we have a special episode today special episode it's not yeah. it's something that all of you will be familiar with um yep. basically the the segment we have one shock thing which we do every every week yeah. uh, as we were researching things to talk about for this episode we realized that it's either the stuff we were thinking about talking about has either been something we have spoken about in a previous podcast or it's not entirely new like it's just the same old covid related stuff so yeah. today we're doing not just one shock thing not three shock things not but four shock things. Not four. <laughs> I mean, we can go on and on, but uh, but we are doing ten shock things. Uh. Yeah, ten shock things. <laughs> ten yeah, shock like, things for the week. Uh, I think we we just figured that. Uh, I mean, we didn't want to like switch it, switch up the whole thing, and then start interviewing YouTubers or or do all that kind of things. You know, because yeah. we know that that will get the clicks, but at the same time, we want to bring to you something you're familiar with. But at the same time, we expand it such that it's much bigger than before, lah, right? <laughs> that, well, that's a grandiose way of saying it, apart from just saying that we... Had no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we had no ideas. 
couldn't I mean, find any articles true. to talk it's about. It's true. Like, we really tried to fucking look, but everything... I mean, we were thinking about talking about why is it that people are not still staying at home, but we've spoken about it on the last podcast. We were thinking yeah. about... Uh, what else? I mean, just, just the whole... Like how to deal with coronavirus, but even then we're not the experts. We were thinking about talking about the potential for the government in Singapore doing the elections, but we're not polit- political experts. And as much mm. as we talk about stuff that we're not experts about, a lot of the times we try and at least get a topic where we can share some sort of experience that yeah. might be relevant, la. But with mm. elections, yeah la, what the fuck, yeah. So so like, yeah, they, we we did think that one of the few relevant things that we that our job so far in our lives. Our goal in life is to entertain people, right? Yeah. So I mean, one shock thing, you know, if you make it ten shock thing, ten shock things, yeah. that, that should entertain people ten times, uh, yeah. ten times more, lah, right? And and if the world doesn't change or nothing new comes up by the second podcast this week, we'll get twenty shock things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just I keep mean, expanding it, lah. Yeah. I mean, one one shock thing was nice to see that yesterday, eighth April, our podcast reached number seventeen on the top hundred podcasts in Singapore on Spotify. Fine. Uh, it's a big milestone because we we've always talked about cracking the top twenty podcast because yeah. we're talking about being alongside Trevor Noah and 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 Stephen Colbert and Team Coco and all these podcasts that I mean the people around the world all know about lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's it's cool to finally be alongside these podcasts, even though it's just on the tiny island of Singapore. Yeah, and as as we always say at the end of our podcast, which I will say now, is that if you enjoy this podcast, it would be cool if you can just recommend it to one person, you know. It doesn't need to be a whole lot. You don't need to share it on social media. Just one person. And if you can, just leave a rating for us on the, the Apple uh, podcast store. Yeah. yeah. And check out our subreddit, which yeah. we will put the link of in the show notes. Yep. And with that, maybe we should get into the top 10 show things for the week. Yeah. And I guess uh, this is the, the the disclaimer is that it's not one of those those really uplifting uh things that would make you warm and fuzzy inside. It's ten shook things almost to the point of things that either tickle us, which might not be a shook thing per se. It might be a revelation. It might be something you can actually experience, or it just might be a weird thought, lah. Or it might just be a pet peeve that we somehow spun something more positive out of it as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at your first one and like, I don't know how people will see that as a shock thing, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you want to start? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, for me, one of the the things about being at home for... I mean, being at home all the time and, and you know, I'm here with my wife alone and then there's just not a lot to see or do, right? So mm. one of the things I've come to learn to really enjoy is the very mundane uh, washing of dishes at home. Because mm. like, I, I remember before this COVID thing, I, I think I used to used to hate it. La. Then I was always hearing people like Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, oh, you know, doing dishes is like foreplay and, and stuff like that. Who where, said where that? Neil deGrasse Tyson on Joe Rogan's show. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so, so it's like, I mean, I, I think all married couples can, can understand why. Because like, Splitting home chores and all that—it's—it's it's a very new experience for, for two people who are living together for the first time, to try yeah. and sync up on who does what. You see, mm. so so I've kind of settled in as the dishwasher of the family, and uh, yeah it, it's but but now now I try to, one thing is I have even moved beyond like uh needing needing some kind of reward, for doing dishes or what lah. I I intrinsically, which was what? I mean, like what like what Neil deGrasse Tyson say lah like. You know? <laughs> Doing dishes is like foreplay. It's like it's like no, no I mean, but he wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's not just about like foreplay or what. It's just that 
doing the dishes gives you know it's like a currency like it gives you okay if I do the dishes then maybe I get to play video games later or something like that you mm. know so, so, but so is it, it, is it kind of like an informal thing or it's almost like you have to subtly point it out like you know um, or I mean it's a it, it, it's informal but it's also kind of like accepted because I, I do I mean my wife does more of the cooking and the and all that at home, so I do the dishes and all I clean up after that, lor. But but I thought I thought you've already mentioned in the past that you you are the one who does the dishes, well. So what what changed, or is it now you're doing all the dishes? No, now I I'm, I I like I have managed to internalize it and actually feel a sense a huge sense of pride from what a very clean f- kitchen. Uh. That's I mean become that's what happens when you spend all that time at home, lah. I suppose you become no, like okay proud of it lah yeah I can, I can imagine the clean kitchen thing because I think that yeah. is one thing that can make you feel a bit more productive also but when you yeah, say yeah, internalize yeah. it okay question are you doing it with a podcast or you're doing it just as is uh, yeah I usually do it uh, with music or with a podcast or something but, but I, what I've realized more likely is that uh, more recently is that the, after I clean up everything you know I you know I take a towel I walk around just wipe up the little little spots here and there I have this like there's this sense of accomplishment a bit like you know when you watch tennis and then when 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 a player wins the championship like Wimbledon or something like Djokovic win, wins Wimbledon then he just like bows down and picks up a piece of grass and eats it <laughs> and then he just sits on the chair and just like looks uh. into the distance and like wants to cry to himself that's how I feel after doing like cleaning up my kitchen these days uh. and I you do it every I, day yeah I will stand there and I will just yeah job well done and look around and what? see and then give a speech how, or something. Is it yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've gotten to that <laughs> stage already, uh, which I'm quite proud of. Uh. It, it took a long time, but it's finally like, you know, inbuilt in me already uh, to enjoy a clean kitchen. But you have to clean it every day. Like the, throughout the day, it gets it gets dirty enough. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dishes pile up and all that, right? And then, yeah. then you after the dishes dry, you got to put them back in the shelf and all that. Uh. So so it's, it's, a, it's a lot for a guy to internalize you know but it's taken me very long but i'm finally there la. so do you do you think it'll last when you when you are no longer stuck at home that's a tough one uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't ask you ask a tennis player do you think you'll win wimbledon next year i mean it kind of depends on so, so Wait, this, yo, this, okay this first moment, of all your comparison right i yeah. think it's a bit of a stretch and then now you're fucking comparing like the dishwashing before and after covid to a tennis player after they win wimbledon yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. hello no i'm just saying what i'm saying is that it's a, it's a very big mental victory for a guy who, you know, is not used to doing this his whole life and all that. To finally get to this stage where you actually feel pride. And that's one good thing that has come out of this whole CCB thing for me. Uh. It's I think if I ask your wife, she would basically <laughs> say she's happy that she's finally broken you. Uh. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, the Stockholm Syndrome, right? Yeah. When you are so desperate and like when you're so helpless, you kind of flip and, and, and fall in love with your captor. Yeah. I think that's what happens. <laughs> what is, that's what, she's beaten you into submission. Uh. No, but at the same time, she probably would say like, please lah, the... My dishwashing is hardly Wimbledon standard. Like. It's more like ATP 500. It's not even, it's, not, it's still a lot of stains and everything everywhere. Like. So, so I don't think, I don't, <laughs> to me, it looks damn good, but to, to her, probably it hasn't met her standards yet. Yeah. Okay. What a way to kick off the top 10 show things for the week, man. You know what I mean? Start, start at home, start so, with your internal so, growth, you know? So, so if it's something, how will you share it with the listeners? Like, what, what can they take away from that? Apart from you just jerking off to your own. Uh, dishwash dishwashing exploits. I mean, I think it just takes ten thousand hours to become a master at something, and Fuck I think I, have, I, <laughs> I think I managed to cross that threshold. You just said your dishwashing <laughs> skills are shit. 
I not me. I'm saying my wife would probably say that, but I think it's them good lah. I'm like them. I really, I really know how to like all the nooks and crannies and to take apart like all the apl- different appliances and clean all the nooks and crannies. Now I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. And okay, the one thing I would say is that I think it was sometime last week when I also was going through like a funk. Um, and mm. I just decided to just clean my room, and it actually psychologically felt a bit uplifting. I think mm. I think in this mm. in this period of time when a lot of things can feel helpless and out of your control, right? Yeah. Just exerting some control in your immediate surrounding can be good for you. Yeah, yeah, correct. So, so yeah, I think uh, there was a podcast I was recently listening to about productivity, and uh, the the psychologist Adam Grant he says that uh, especially nowadays, like, cause a lot of us working from home all that. You, productivity shouldn't just be measured in hours you work. It should be measured by the value you bring, you see? So so even doing something like cleaning up and doing dishes, that brings value to people at home around you and everything. Mm. So so that, that also means that you're being productive. Lah. Okay, like we have we in three months' time when we do our podcast podcast after life is back to normal, I'll ask you how many how often you wash you dish you wash your dishes and then we see like we see whether you <laughs> can <laughs> you still stop in the morning, look around your clean kitchen and whether it's still clean. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's a business idea we should create like medals for like men uh, you know who, who clean up at home and all uh. and then and then they they receive these medals for by from the wife for doing all these different things I can already see potential <laughs> backlash I can already pe- see people you need medals to commemorate something that men should already be doing what the fuck is wrong with you Terrence it's 2020 you understand yeah, yeah, it is that's true that's true there is a yeah, that's hint right. of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, sexism in there. There is a hint of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll admit it. But but speaking of of things you have discovered by living with someone, right? Uh, mm. I mean, mm. right now I'm living with my uh, mom. So yep. she is seven on board, closing in on seventy and asthmatic. So she's been actually at home since she came back from KL in the middle of February. So she's been yep. very uh, diligent about not going out. Um and doing her part to stay safe. Like once in a while, we go down for a walk, but even then, this past week, we have never stepped out. So, I really respect her and salute her for that. But one thing mm. I cannot understand is the 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 the, the theories she kind of uh, tells me and forwards me through WhatsApp, like, which I think mm. is something everyone is going through. But how I see this positive is just improving my debating skills. Uh. Even okay. though I don't think it still gets through to her. Like last yeah. night before I slept for 30 minutes, um, yeah. I was tel- talking to her. She was she was telling me that she received this one video of a guy of a guy speaking Hindi who worked in a Chinese factory and uh-huh. caught wind of of some conspiracy theories. Like, of course, to her they're not conspiracy theories. They are like fact. So yeah. and and about how like just certain things about how chi- China released this virus uh, to screw up the whole world so that they can yep. lead the world. Uh-huh. Which I mean, and just like it's so. It's so interesting because a lot so of you things. So you were sorry, you were debating with your mom about this, huh? I mean, just trying to explain to her like why, even if that's true, even if there's evidence that comes to light, right? The uh. it's not the the best thing to believe wholeheartedly into it at this point in time. But 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 you're like, uh, actually like okay, you give me one minute. I'm just gonna I'm gonna prepare. Uh, no, 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 why no, no, this no, is no. bullshit that you can <laughs> when, you, then you give say, you I'll no, give you one minute after that no, then no, there's a I little say, bell in the middle that you'll press uh, for every no, no, no. minute <laughs> when I say debate it's just giving a formal term to something oh. that is totally ridiculous like the I conversation thought, I thought, was I thought was you have a judge or your, or your brother is like <laughs> no. have a bell in the middle listening to your arguments or something no no in the end how it ended was I just put my hands up in the air I was like okay you believe what you want uh, let's go let's both go sleep that's how oh. it ended so I wouldn't really quantify it as like an actual debate 
but more like uh, argument, uh, argument. Yeah, like and and just just trying to understand also like I mean these kind of things we can't beyond a certain point we can't just say that oh my god everyone who believes this is an idiot you know they probably have their reasons for believing yeah. this and I think for my mom it's just because she's she's spend, spending all the time at home and she's watching a lot of news and yeah like, you see the news every day like today we're watching also the, the thicker the, the thicker text at the bottom it's just every country like uh, uh, the Britain the US they're all seeing like fucking 800 people dying in 24 hours so it's a bit worrying yeah. you know I think people are just looking for reasons to make sense of this whole fucking thing which is why the conspiracy theory theories are going out of whack la. and but you and think your mother your mother also is improving her debate her argument skills argumentative skills by talking to you uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, she also reads. She's also reading a lot. You all have the same experience because you're both at home now. I think the everything. one thing that is increasing is her blood pressure, which is not good. <laughs> because, but because I mean, like I mean, she there's a lot of stuff. Like I even told her, like the reason you know now WhatsApp they ban forwarding of messages or they reduce yep, the ability yep. to forward messages just to curb this lah. So. Yeah. And the fact that her son is in the media industry and has routinely played these stupid characters in videos, um, mm. it still feels that uh, to her that if uh, you get a man wearing a lab jacket, he's immediately a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you get someone saying that he worked in this and he has a friend working in China, he is immediately a trusted source. Yeah. So, and I don't think it's anything to do with with her being malicious or something. And I think everyone is probably dealing with this in to a certain extent where people in their family are maybe not not. Uh, internalizing the same information the same way. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he's just trying to understand also like, because even some of my friends I talk to, they are quite, quite, um, how you say, nonchalant about the whole threat, like, which to me is like, huh, what the fuck? Any, any, mm, you mm, just mm. look at the, the results, the reports, the statistics, the, the everything, it all points to this being a fucking shit show and yeah. how can people still absorb it differently, like, you know? Mm-hmm. I so think people are very, um, they're very molded by the environment they're in as well. Because uh, I also recently just saw some of my friends who are working in Hong Kong and everything. They're all uh, very, very uh, pessimistic about the situation in Singapore. Because in Hong Kong, they're seeing that they can still go to office. They can still meet up in private residences and stuff like that. So when they Mm. hear that Singapore, we are going into this so-called circuit breaker mode they, they they feel like oh shit you know shit's gonna hit the fan it's gonna be so bad and Singapore government is managing it badly and stuff like that CMI all these kind of things huh? so so ah, really, yeah? yeah yeah so they, I'm talking about like those people working in finance and all that in Hong Kong uh. that's, that's the vibe I feel from them uh. they feel a lot more pessimistic about the situation than I think uh, a lot of people in Singapore feel so it, it could be because in Hong Kong of what they're seeing and also the media like South China Morning Post is saying that Singapore made a lot of mistakes after the first wave and stuff like that. Lor. Yeah. Oh, so so I mean, it's true. Uh, people can be, uh, even if they're very intelligent, they're very influenced by the environment they're in and what they're reading and seeing. Lor. No, And I mean, remember the, in over the past few years, there were certain things that were fucking mind-boggling. It started yeah. with the, the white, gold, blue, black dress, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which showed yeah. that for whatever reason, people see the same thing so differently. Then there yep. was the Yanni Laurel thing where people could hear the, oh, the same audio clip but hear two very different words. Mm-hmm. So to me, correct, maybe correct. it's... And those are just you're looking at the sense of hearing and the sense of sight. But yeah. when you're processing info, there's so many senses that come in. Maybe maybe it's just as simple as that. Like If you take one sense and you split the group into two, um, then you take another sense that... I mean, it's all these groupings and, and maybe... It's just there's something 
weird that happens in our heads where one thing that we believe uh, that's totally opposite to someone something that someone else believes it's just unfathomable how that person can believe that but to them it makes perfect sense la. but that's that's the beauty of the world right like everyone interprets it interprets it in a different way and that's when when you find some commonality with someone that's when shit you know like magic happens la, and you fall in love and, and all that but, shit la, right but, but I guess on the flip side as much as uh, everyone uh, absorbs things differently just today also I was looking that you know we were saying oh the past few days like fucking Singaporeans why are they still going out why are they still going this even in the UK and the US people are doing the same thing and yeah, UK yeah, is yeah. in full lockdown yeah. so again it's not just a Singaporean thing there's something about humans I guess which which is just enlightening but also like holy shit man what the hell how yeah. the hell are we going to get over this? La? Yeah. It's, so it's so, so to, to bring it back to a more positive note, um, I guess it's learning to understand the people around you better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very positive, a positive was like end, end to a very long rant. Yeah, five minutes of ranting and one positive silver lining. Uh. Yeah, yeah, correct. All right, two down, two down. Yeah. Three, seven, eight uh, more to go. So I, I guess I, I can go next, right? Then yeah, the... Yeah. Another, another shock thing that I saw recently was that the students from the University of Pennsylvania, which is uh, the university that, uh, for full disclosure, the university that me and Harish both went to, uh, students at UPenn, because the school has been locked down recently, they actually, what they did, and because it was locked down, they're going to miss a lot of their school events like graduation and, and all the stuff on campus. So they've actually recreated the entire school campus on a Minecraft server. So they basically got uh, volunteers from other students in the school to recreate the campus uh, building by building in a, in a proportionally accurate way uh, in Minecraft so that uh, eventually when they want to attend certain events like, uh, like graduation and everything, they can actually all, like as Minecraft characters, go for graduation at the, at the stadium and things like that. Lah. So, so it's, it's pretty awesome because... Um, it's entirely a ground-up project. They're not receiving funding or anything, but uh, it allows them to... They, they are able to like do things. Like, what they want to do now is invite other uh, university students or other universities to also recreate their own campus and then invite them to come for, let's say, like a, a track and field event at the school stadium and stuff like that. And they can all do it virtually on Minecraft. Uh, Wait, so, so to, to, the, to the other boomers who might be listening to this podcast, right? what the yeah. hell is Minecraft? I've heard of it um, before. I think yeah. I know, but that's also because it is one big genre of content on YouTube. Le. Yeah. So Minecraft is a game that uh, Microsoft as a company owns. Uh, it has like hundreds of, a hundred over million active players who, and, and in, within the game, imagine it's a bit like, uh, I haven't played it myself, la, but why I imagine it's like, it's like, it's a bit like digital Lego where you can build like entire worlds, entire buildings, entire, you, know, you can build uh, vehicles, weapons, anything out out of uh, little blocks. Uh, they look like Lego blocks like that, but digitally. And then in a 3D space. Uh, and then you can interact with other players who are also building stuff and doing doing things around. Uh, like you can build obstacle courses, you can build haunted houses, whatever. And so, is it a game? Or is it just co- kind of like Sims where yeah. it's just you just build shit? Uh? Yeah, it's a game where you build shit. I think uh, then, then there's usually a server host or someone, someone who has to have uh, the server server space to allow you to build all these things on the server. Lah. So so that's what they have. They have a private server for students. Uh, mm. And then the stu- you can volunteer to recreate buildings. So let's say 
oh I I I like the I particularly like the the business school building. I want to recreate that. Then then they'll give you permission to do so and then so you'll be like the so called architect or constructor and then you'll be building it from scratch. Uh I think the ratio is like one point three meters for one block uh, to represent uh, one block in the game. Mm. So um yeah you can actually create stuff that's that's almost uh proportionally accurate compared to the the, the height of each player. And wow. uh yeah so I I I think it's fantastic uh, that these students they've basically been deprived of uh, a college experience but they are using the virtual world to come together and and experience it like one time, uh, together Because uh, as much as uh, the the difference between a university like University of Pennsylvania and uh, say NUS or NTU is that um, most most students live on campus in US universities. Like they leave their homes to live on campus. So it's a lot of stuff going on on campus that's really fun and and you know for example like there's this event called Spring Fling every spring where. Is it seniors or, or third year students? Huh? Third years, third years. Third, uh, third year students who will all dress up together wearing a hat and a cane and they will march down the, the green the green walk of the university together and then everyone else from every other year, like first, second or the fourth year students, you'll get to pelt them with like um eggs with, with, eggs, with fish, flour, mustard. with uh, fish, it's mustard. And, gross, but yeah, awesome. and it's and it's entirely sanctioned by the school. Like it's allowed by the school. They 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 cater the security. They cater the cleanup uh, staff and everything. And you just are able to pelt and just throw even f- like rotten fish at at students and things like that, lah. So yeah. so it's it's a rite of passage for every third year student going on to their fourth year. And these are the kind of events that that um, these students will now be missing out on because of COVID nineteen, which I think they feel quite bad about. So it's very beautiful that they decided to take this in their own hands and create a little world for themselves here. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So, so how would someone access a Minecraft thing? Do you do you need to download the the game to access? Uh, it? You probably do, la, right? You do, you do. But first thing you need to be is obviously a student. They will literally ask you to take a photo of your student ID, and then send it to them to verify. And then I think I think they will give you a login and all that after that, lah. And wow, then after cool, that, yeah. yeah, you get to join in. So, so I I'm, I think it's you know you know how they said that COVID nineteen is the big digital disruptor for everyone, right? Like every company now does has to learn how to work from home and everything. Mm, mm. So so I, I think like uh initiatives like this la, are are gonna push us even further. Cause imagine VR next time like rather than video conferencing is VR conferencing and, and then you actually walk around campus after the VR conference is over, then you can go and shake friend uh, shake hands and say hi to uh, don't shake hands, but just say hi to people <laughs> and everything. Virtually in Minecraft but, la, although but, they, yeah. you won't see what they their actual face is like but but it's still it's still quite a cool concept. La. Yeah, but I think I mean I, 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 I'm just waiting for someone to to invent something that that allows you to also experience touch remotely, like, like you wear this suit where you can feel touch. Because I think that's yeah. one thing about this time where, yeah, it's just the the physical interactions, the lacking, the the absence of that is kind of like, wow. It's just weird, like, I feel. You're saying that because boyfriends and girlfriends are not allowed to meet, is it? Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing. That's one thing. But, I mean, yeah. in general, like, I've, I've never missed, like, high-fiving or, like, fist-pounding fist um, that much, uh, un- like, un- until now. Now it just feels like, goddamn, like, yeah. And, and this whole world of, like, us living virtually, even though, okay, it's still better than being in total isolation. It's like, wow, is this the way of the future? Which is a bit scary. I was, again, I was talking to my girlfriend and she was saying that, yeah. you know, in future, maybe everyone will, maybe working from home will, will be the norm. And to me, I was like, no, I don't want that. I like having a physical space that I can go to 
and uh and see as a workplace la. Then so she that's what saying, that's what that's the that's what all the people hanging out at hawker centers and and all that and still hey, gathering at this time. That's what they're fucking park me with them. Okay? No, no, <laughs> it's that, that, okay? exactly what they say. What? Oh, you know, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. Law. I still prefer to. No, to but hang there's out a time anything. and place to think that, right? I'm saying now everyone needs to suck it up, take one for the team, and just uh, isolate yourself. But in future, when things are back to normal and things will go back to normal, I still like having a physical space that I can go to because working from home for me is like a bit. A bit, yeah, I like having a space. Unless I have a fucking huge house where I can totally isolate myself to do work, which is not going to be in the near future. Um, so so that was one thing that was, was interesting. Like, and well, I mean, there is a movie, I think it's called Surrogate or something, which is, uh, stars Bruce Willis, where it's, which is set in the future where everyone just gets up and enters this VR world where they experience life like through the Matrix, like that, like, which freaks the fuck out of me, man. But, but yeah, it might be the future, like especially VR. Like you're asking for being able to feel and all that. I think VR will allow will, will they're they're working on all these things lah, like tactile tactile I know, feedback. Huh? I know there is this thing where I think remotely you can have sex with your partner if both of you have like the sex toys that uh, yeah. are are connected. So You've like been you exploring have... that is it like on, on no, 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 no. I came across it a while ago. Oh. No, and I, while doing research on like fucking remote technology or something lah. I see. So I basically. See, I see. Like if you're a dude, you have the, like like this little flashlight thing that you put on your dick, and then for the girl, you put like a dildo thing inside. And it, the, like if I were to thrust inside the flashlight, the 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 person with the dildo inside them would feel a trusting movement, la. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why not just just use just donate 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 toy la. Just use just use hands la. Why? No, but then then <laughs> hands you are controlling your own hand, wah. Then it's to- it's a totally different experience. There's no there's no then you basically know what is coming for you. It's like why you can never tickle yourself, you know? Because you I think subconsciously know that you are doing the tickling. Whereas someone comes and suddenly tickles you, you feel a tickle, right? No yeah. one can just sit there and tickle themselves, right? So it's very yeah. different. But but they want the tickling also different, right? I mean is no, why is it different? Why is it different? You're using one part of your body to excite another part of your body, which is what you're saying, right? What I'm saying uh, is you need a foreign object that is controlled by someone other than yourself. Yeah. But I mean, if, if, if what you say, if, but tickling and masturbation essentially is the, the, the outcome is different, right? Like tic- I mean, yeah, you tickle yourself is very different from like touching yourself, right? <laughs> no, but if you think about right. it, you're you're moving one thing and causing an experience in another thing, what? And an experience and emotion. To me, they're very similar. It's just different mm. physical outcomes in terms of what, what, what comes out and shit like that. But to me, it's, pun, it's, it's, pun it's intended, very similar. Pun yeah, it's very very similar. So I think compared to like having this remote hand on your body where you don't know when it's gonna tickle, that one confirm will tickle you. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah. So I think I think I think that sort of technology. It's fucking weird, but but it's com- it's coming our way, la. Yeah. Pun, um, excuse pun, the pun. pun intended. But yeah, la, I mean, it's not just uh, uh universities and Minecraft. But what I'm hearing is that the Nintendo Switch game Animal Crossings, a lot of people are also using it for weddings and gatherings and and interacting with their friends also, la. So that's another game that you can play on the Nintendo Switch where you get to build your own island and then you get to visit other people's islands and then get to do stuff with them. Like just uh, we'll go farming today and then you go and farm for some stuff together. So it's so, kind of so, like The Sims, lah, right? Um, I did, don't know where they had that level of interactivity, where and then you get to build such a a beautiful house for yourself, a beautiful island for yourself, and all, lah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I know. Because I know you, there's a whole trading system in Animal Crossing as well, where oh. where you can trade items with people and all. 
I know you mentioned yeah. that some people are getting married on Animal Crossings. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That means they, they hold their virtual weddings in Animal Crossings and invite their friends virtually. La. No, that's yeah. why I think, I mean, on the note of weddings, I think if, if anyone is like dreading uh, a huge exp- and expensive wedding, right, the best time to propose and get married is now. Because yeah. you can tell your whole family. Like, I come from an Indian family. Uh, my girlfriend's Indian. We haven't really spoken about this. So, if she's hearing this for the first time on the podcast, sorry. But if we wanted to get married and save a fuck ton of money, right, that now would be the best time. Because I can even tell my extended family, oh, you know, I wanted to fly all of you down to Bali for a four-day extravaganza. Uh, but too yeah. bad, only five people can come to my wedding and you're not it. You but know? you need to... And then after that, if you do Animal Crossing, you need to buy Animal Crossing for all your relatives. Eh? No, then fuck Animal <laughs> Crossing. Hello, my, my uncles and aunts can't even deal with shit on WhatsApp. You want me to, ask, you want me to get them to use Animal Crossing? Like, fuck that, man. No <laughs> way. We'll need to spend like four whole days getting them up to speed on downloading Animal Crossing. Then another four days to tell them what the fuck Animal Crossing is. But going back to... they'll ask you thing, to live stream, your, live stream your first night together or so. Huh? Hey, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> With all the mechanical dildos and flashlights, is it? Yeah, yeah. The fucks? <laughs> oh, it's going to a weird place, man. No, yeah. so the thing is about one thing is about saving money for the wedding, and if you think about it, you know, like there's this stupid rule of thumb where uh, the guy is supposed to get an engagement ring that is worth three times your income, which I think is a fucking stupid rule. But mm-hmm. if you are somehow keen to adhere to that, now is also a good time when all your incomes are down, right? Mm. If you're a freelancer and you have no more income, technically you don't need to spend anything on a ring, and you're still abiding by the rule. But you can't uh-huh. buy the ring. You can't buy the ring right now because all the stores are closed. So no, no, you buy from <laughs> Etsy or something, lah. You can okay, still like, deliver, yeah, right? Yeah. Possible, possible. Yeah, possible. You can find so, a way around it, lah. <laughs> yeah. So, so all those people who are who are losing income, you know, like you can lose income, but you can also lose expenses, which kind of uh uh, uh cancel each other out. So yeah. yeah. So so take note of that. All you wannabe <laughs> uh men and wife, yeah, yeah husband yeah. and wife, yeah. Okay. okay cool. Moving so now on. it's back to me. Oh, we've yeah. only done three. Uh. Okay, yeah, that's right. Got to got to get things going. So, yeah, uh, on. one thing is, um, I mean, one, one like uh, right now, you know, you know, I don't know if you felt this previously when you were uh, when when I when you were single. When I was single, mm. there was basically this this kind of like pressure to make sure every Friday night or every Thursday night I have plans and Saturday night I have plans. And mm. when I didn't have plans, once in a while I'll be like, oh, okay, it's cool to chill. Um, but part of me was also like, oh fuck. Why am I not doing anything fun? What am I doing? And then I, I get I go in down the rabbit hole of Instagram stories and I see all these people having these amazing lives. And I'm like, uh. but now think about it. Like now everyone is going through that, so it's almost the whole pressure. If you are single and if you have always felt the pressure of having uh, happening lives all the time, right? Now probably yeah. like it's a nice leveler. You know, everyone everyone kind of like is in a similar boat, and, and it's a way to start start afresh, lah. You know, mm-hmm. there is no more no more about catching up. To not to say catching up uh, to people's happening lives uh, mm. should be uh, a goal, but if you have ever felt that pressure, now might actually be a kind of a liberating feeling. I assume. Yeah. To not feel that pressure. Yeah, yeah, and then it's kind of like uh, every time people last time when you say you want to meet up all that kind of stuff, uh, and then people say, "Oh, I'm very busy." You know, I'm so busy. Oh, busy is good. The kind, the kind of small talk you have to make with people who trying to tell you that they're very busy and they don't have time to meet you and all that. Yeah. Okay, it's like out the window now la. but at the same time you still cannot meet up but surely you can do a call or something la, right yeah <laughs> cause and it's like you please la, you can't be travelling you can't possibly be like at the office so don't tell me you're like so busy I mean yeah, like, you could be working from home but yeah, la, we know you can't possibly be working 24 hours la. yeah and then if you're uh, not having that calls means that you guys aren't the best friends to begin with uh. yeah exactly and yeah. it was all just small talk oh you know catch up soon you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'll message you 
Fuck that, man. No, yeah. you now the, the, the most common one is, oh, when this whole thing is over, let's do coffee or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> that's the new, yeah, I hope I don't see you soon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, you know, shucks, you know, I would have loved to call, catch up with you, but sorry, we can't. Oh, what a pity. What yeah. a pity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had at least a few friends message me saying, oh, I'm on stay home notice now, you know, I can't wait, let's catch up after this, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, of course. <laughs> Knowing, of course, that the lockdown is not going to stop anytime soon. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like the tennis ball is in their court, lah. You want it to be in their court, right? Yeah, that's why. And waiting right. for them to re- to to ask you rather no, than you ask them. And I'm guessing even as a married couple, you know, like uh, like for me being in a non-married couple, but there's all there's always this talk here. What what fun? What what are we gonna do? That's fun on Friday. Now almost is like okay, you know, we can stay at home and watch Netflix. Yeah, 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 which is great, which I fucking love doing. But yeah. that's almost like oh, we have no more choice. So even that pressure is lifted. Yeah, that that is true. Uh. There is less pressure of like what to do on weekends. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. we're going to experience it only for the first time tomorrow onwards. Uh. So we'll see. Uh. Maybe but next week we'll be like, oh, fuck, it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe the, the fucking parks and all will be packed like never packed. before this, this week. Uh. Like you yeah. check the app for malls and parks, it's all like, what color is crowded red, right? Red, yeah. red, 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 red everywhere. <laughs> and everyone's yeah. just hanging out at pharmacies. Like yeah, pretending, that's right. Pretending to be shopping. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah so that that's one one shock thing for me. Yeah, uh, I guess um, like if we're talking about entertainment, since since we're just on the topic right now, what we might be able to do this weekend? Mm. Uh, just one thing that I think everyone's talking about already, like, and I finally jumped on the bandwagon the last couple of days is Tiger King. Mm. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. No, yeah, it's a documentary about. A uh, gay gun-toting uh, guy who owns 180 tigers. It's just, and it's a documentary, but it's it's really like uh, at the end of every episode, it's like what the fuck, that kind of thing. And and well, I guess what's the interesting thing is that the the documentary filmmaker he he has decided to withhold a lot of the the very juicy bits of information. You know, usually how when they tell you. Uh, like Crime Watch, right? For example, when they, they want you to watch Crime Watch, they'll tell you, oh, see how this guy's love affair led to murder, right? For example, mm. they tell yeah. you that he is going to murder, but this one, it doesn't tell you that it's leading towards that in episode three or four. What lah? It's just like they reveal bit by bit per episode, such that at the end of the episode, you're like, what the fuck? You mean that guy that they interview at the start is actually, you know, blah, 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 things like that? Because so, yeah, so there's, mean, like, there's a like, huge like, twist, like in every episode that makes you want to continue watching all the way. Lah. Because that's true. Yeah. Because all I know about Tiger King is that it's a ridiculous show. But you know, yeah. normally when you hear about documentaries, like even the Don't Fuck With Cats, you yeah. essentially know it's about this guy who tortured cats who was outed uh, as being a serial killer because he tortured yeah. cats. You yeah. get white helmets about the volunteers in Syria who are the first responders to any missile strike. Um, yeah. the, the dirty money is about corrupt politicians and all that. But it's not Tiger King. All I know is it's about Crazy, something ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So you mean so it's almost got like a narrative... Narrative element to it. Yeah, 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 and and there's something very meta about it, lah. I don't want to tell say more, but it's 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 really quite an experience. Uh, watching so it, it lived so far, up to la. the hype, uh? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm only about halfway through, and but I, I've been enjoying every episode, and every episode I watch, I'm like, what the fuck? You know? I think that's the latest show to capture the world on Netflix, lah. On Netflix, I yeah, think it got yeah. 30, it got thirty four million views in the first ten days in the US, which yeah. I mean, amidst. Uh, viewership across all platforms that have spiked to stand out, right? It must be something, lah. Yeah, and then I think uh, relevant point is just a tiger got got diagnosed with COVID nineteen apparently. Yes, uh, yeah. In in New York, so uh, I mean, 
It's just crazy that all this tiger stuff is all coming out at the same so, time. Huh? So what's one thing about the show which, like, okay, I've heard a lot of people talk mm. about the show, but, was, but what's one thing that uh, you could say that no one has really talked about yet? Uh, I mean, I, I think to talk about it would be a lot of spoilers, but just from our perspective as as, as filmmakers and all that, right? I think uh, it's... it's it, that it's a documentary with a very narrative way of editing, uh, so that it makes you feel like there's a there's a cliffhanger at the end of every episode, that mm. that is like a very big reveal to you and like you can't imagine that it actually happened, but it did lah, you know. And wow. and they 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 managed to they managed to hold they managed to hold the suspense long enough and to keep you, uh, in in suspension or disbelief until they do the big reveal lah, which is quite cool. Uh. Hmm. Uh, it's the first time I watched a documentary that that made me made and me react so much. Uh, yeah. Did you binge watch it or you watched it episode by episode? Uh, I'm still halfway through it only, so it's been episode by episode, lah. So, episode but but episode. it's a uh, it's been really quite uh, quite uh, amazing the first couple of episodes. Uh. Wow, serious, uh? Yeah. God yeah. damn. So it's definitely worth checking out. I see. Okay, so while we are on the topic of shows, um, because now I'm I'm stuck at home with my mom. Uh, previously, like I, I always used to try and make time for having meals with my mom. Like let's say dinner. Uh, if I've had a busy week and I haven't seen her much, I will make time to to have dinner with her and just catch up, lah. Now yep. there's no point catching up because I know what the <laughs> fuck she does every day and she knows what the fuck I do every day. But uh, you're in so the same really room every day, man. Like you don't not, not like stick in your lah, room or what? No, I stay stay in my room. But basically, I mean, sh- what what's she gonna ask me? So how was your morning? I'll be like, yeah, I was in front of a computer the whole morning. How was your morning? She was like, yeah, I was watching TV and I was in the kitchen the whole morning. That's it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Normally, like if I if I meet her, like if I have dinner with her and all, it'll be stuff that she might tell me which might surprise me, stuff that I might tell her that which might surprise her. Like now there's really yeah. no fucking surprises. So unless you're debating about about fake news or something, uh. Yeah, that's right. And that that <laughs> just that just normally ends up in one of us conceding. Uh. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. so previously what uh we used to do once in a while is catch up on shows that we both find funny, like, which used to be Seinfeld, mm. which is yep. a fucking great comedy, but for some reason they removed it from Amazon Prime, which is annoying. And then Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is uh, one of the co-creators of Seinfeld, the show, Larry David. Uh, he plays himself in this fucking genius HBO series, which is absolute gold. Um, yeah. And, but it just finished its 10th season um, last two weeks ago. And we've watched all 10 seasons together. So we've been looking for a new show. And mm. I I tried... I mean, okay. First of all, I can't watch the shows which have a lot of sex and raunchiness. Like, because I remember there have been a couple of times in the past where I recommend a new show. And like the third scene, there are two people having sex naked on the show and on the TV. Like, which gets a bit awkward. So yeah. I try and pick more wholesome shows. And I tried watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And as mm. light-hearted as it is, it, it never... It was really like... Eh. And then we tried watching a whole bunch of new age comedies but nothing clicked and then I just tried watching Friends because you know Friends started streaming mm-hmm. on Netflix, right? And it's fucking good, dude. And I think yeah. I have legitimately seen every episode in every season of Friends. But now mm. re-watching it, I still burst out laughing and that to me is a, is my benchmark for a good comedy. La. Seinfeld, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, they make me burst out laughing. Um, there are some comedies that I fucking love these days which don't make me burst out laughing like Barry or Marvelous Mrs. Maisel but those are very good stories. If you just want something that's light-hearted, right? My God, friends, aside from it being all white and no brown or black people and some of the jokes being a little outdated, it is still yeah. fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so uh, it's a, I think it's one of those things that like you can just, you, you can throw up any episode and don't really yeah. need to know the context before and after and it's still funny. 
Yeah, and the writing is good and it still feels like every every episode has some heart in it. It's not just a mindless bullshit which is just total slapstick. So so that's been a nice revelation and like it's a twenty two minute episode which is great for great for meals. So that's been one good show. The second good show that I watched recently, I wouldn't really say it's good, is you know Louis C.K. has released a stand up? Yeah, yeah, I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean for one thing that okay, he's had a ton of uh uh back controversy the past few years and he actually stepped out of the limelight. He tried coming back but there was a shit ton of backlash and I wanted to watch it. Not, I still think like what he did was fucked up like, but I was also curious to see how is someone going to bounce back from that. So mm-hmm. what was interesting that he's been doing for the past few years is that he doesn't really share his stand-ups on platforms. Like. He has a website, you sign up for it and this one I think costs seven ninety nine US and I know some people are saying, you know, oh boycott him, blah, blah. But to me, it's like I still want to see how, how he would bounce back from it. The the thing wasn't that good because up till I mean I think if you separate the the art from the person I think he's one of the greatest comedians ever la. and yeah. previously I've always found his special like fucking good this one it was good but nowhere as good as his as his past la. and he mm. does address it uh, the controversy uh, a bit but I guess there's no there's no right amount but I just thought it was an interesting thing to watch like and I would recommend it just to see how people bounce back from their shit. La. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and I mean, it's always interesting to see how he goes straight to the consumer. No platforms. He's a website. You you pay up, you download it, and that's it. Yep, that yep, is yep. it. Yeah. Okay. So, that's that's entertainment for me. Why, do you, why don't we flip it out? Then now you, okay, you, okay. Go, you go next. Uh, again. I go next. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Something that genuinely... Is is a good thing, and I think is a shock thing. Is that um, the this whole pandemic is bringing to light the issues with society uh, mm-hmm. in in so many ways. Um, like, let's not talk about whether it leads to change or not. But yeah. um, I think it's the most recent thing is the migrant worker issue in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know there was there was a cluster that was identified at migrant worker dormitories, and since then they've all been quarantined. But it's a problem because their dorms are fucking tiny um, and you get people crammed into a small space where it's unhygienic the, the sanitary conditions are not good um, and there have been a, quite a lot of people talking about how okay this is something that we need to address because these people contribute so much to Singapore um, and yet they are amongst the most vulnerable in so many ways like, and especially during a pandemic like this it's fucking ridiculous and the, I think there's genuine fear that fuck if the thing spreads in the dormitories it's going to be it's going to be tough to contain because they are so dense and there have been people talking about it but I think talking about it is one thing but actually doing stuff that pushes the needle is another and and Pretty Please and her brother they teamed up with Utopia and TWC2 which is the transient workers uh, 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 two NGOs that deal with transient workers and they started a crowdfunding campaign just to get donations to help uh, TWC2 and another organization um, and I think within 24 hours they've raised $150,000 dude yeah yeah it's good. yeah which is fucking 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 amazing like. and I think for all that we, uh, the controversy that Pretty Please and her brother got in last year I think this is a, a great thing and leveraging uh, some sphere of influence that she has like. So, and I mean, I just hope that this leads to more change, more discussions, not only for migrant workers, but for nurses, for teachers and everyone who has played such a significant part in keeping Singapore running in these shitty times. But the pessimistic side of me says that, you know, uh, humans collectively can be assholes and nothing's going to change. But I'm trying to not think about that right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
And then also like um, in terms of pollution, I think China and India, they are seeing the, what what lower pollution really feels like. And I think there's an informal statistic saying that just because of the pollution that has not been caused in China, it's saving up to like 70 to 100,000 premature deaths that are sometimes caused by pollution. Mm-hmm. And I know in Belgium, I think the scientists have have uh, detected seismic activity that they have never been able to detect because because of human traffic and human humans moving around, there's always this baseline seismic level which yeah. kind of hides other more important uh, readings. So it's just, mm. yeah, the whole world, I think generally it's cleaner if you think about it. With yeah. all the airline, the flights cancelled, the carbon footprint is a lot lower. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully that stands... Sing- Singapore also the white horse also come back come back already. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the white horse running ar- along well, Bukit Timah yeah. or something, right? Yeah, it, at it, first it, I, at first I thought you know that one was a you know there's these filters you use that you can yeah. put an animal in your house. I thought it was some yeah. fake shit. Yeah. I turned yeah. out it was real, man. Yeah, so to to the listeners who haven't seen this, if you I guess if you Google White Horse Singapore, you'll see this this video taken by just someone in a car on a phone. Are you sure? No, I thought you Google White Horse Singapore, you will get. You'll get some young so then you <laughs> then you filter by uh recency. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there was this white horse near Bukit Timah Road because there's Turf City and there are actual um horse ranches there. But it was just running on quite a major road, like, like a four lane road. But thankfully the roads were not that crowded and it's a fucking horse that ran to the petrol station. It's yeah. crazy. I wanted it to be to be that that the animals were coming out of the wild and it turned out that this was a wild horse, but it turns out it was just it just escaped from its stable. Uh, so it was later caught and brought back to its original residence. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah, uh. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, that that's for me. But but uh yeah, actually my next shook thing is somewhat related to the to the idea of uh you know bringing light to things that people don't normally care about. Uh, yeah. But it's a bit more of a, uh, a bit more of a pet peeve of mine, lah. In that I, I see like now there's a lot of virtue signaling going on during this during this COVID nineteen period, lah. Like mm. like uh, a lot of people seem to be going all out against uh face other Facebook commenters and all. You know those those you know sometimes you see those very ugly Facebook comments below certain posts and all that. Yeah. Then, then there are these people who are writing very angry posts against those Facebook commenters, and, and trying to make it sound like they are, like trying to lead some big crusade against these Facebook commenters by writing Facebook posts. Uh. So yeah. I'm like, to me, it's like uh, rather than all this like back and forth keyboard warring, why not just do stuff? Uh? like what Pretty Please is doing, right? Like, like partner with actual agencies to raise money and and help actually help people. Whereas like people sitting there and crafting long Facebook posts about why they're so angry with Singaporeans who do, who are still racist and all that. To me, it's like, how do you even know that that's not a Russian bot or something? Like if, if you knew anything about the news in the last two years or something, you know that, that it could be a Russian, like a uh, Russian's like, uh, agency trying to destabilize your, your society by, by doing this shit. Lah. So it's like, like why, why are you taking arms against like faceless Facebook bots? Uh? You know, like go and do something mm. about it. Uh? Don't, don't virtue signal. In, in fact, even the clapping thing, I think that was like, at least it's a physical act, right? You go out in the world, yeah. and you manifest, you, you get people to, to do something all together at the same time, such that like people around you who are not at their computers can hear it and feel it as well, uh, right? Yeah. Where's like the posting but on if, Facebook? But I, if I you get, get like it, a man. long comment like that, it gets a thousand likes. In some way, you're bringing people together, right? 
Yeah, but who are these people? The, again, the likes can, can come from so many places. I also don't know who is liking all this shit. La. Then, I mean, the one that I, I, I was most most blown away by is the, you know, that the whole copy and paste thing and then like, oh, if you, you are in... specific, yeah, because yeah, there's, there's a lot there's, of copy and paste thing. There's this post going around saying, uh, yeah, if you are ever in hungry or in need of a meal or something like that, please feel free to reach out to me. I will cook for you and I will make sure that I do everything in my power to help you. And then it encourage, at the end of, of the message, it encourages people to copy and paste this message if you want to support support this movement. Ah. Then I'm like, again, that's like, that's like just telling everyone, your whole audience on Facebook, that I'm such a magnanimous person. You know, I I will give a free meal. But again, it's like, who the fuck is going to message you and, and ask you for free food? Like, if you know anything <laughs> about these people, is that, I mean, they literally, the, the, uh, one, the, the psyches of the, of the less fortunate also is that sometimes they're also embarrassed to ask for help and all that as well. Yeah. And, and like you posting on Facebook these things is all that. It's not going to encourage them to come to you and, and ask for help and all that. No, dude, so, I tell you, why don't we reply all of them and we just, yeah, the next two I'll weeks, test you, I'll hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> I want a fucking Michelin star meal yeah. at my place in half and an you hour. Also, you also throw in like to not only to cook but to wash the dishes and all that also. Yeah, so to me it's like, okay, of course, you know, I saw... I mean, okay, fine lah. I see people on my Facebook post it. Hey, you know who I saw post it? I saw the tennis player Nick Kyrgios post it lah. And that guy, yeah. I mean, he, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a jerk lah yeah. on his behavior yeah. on court and everything. So yeah. to see him post it, I'm like, dude, just just donate a fucking hundred thousand dollars to some. No, but maybe he was doing it just to take the mickey of it. He's he he does stupid <laughs> shit like that, right? He does, he does. But from what I understand, it seemed like a very on his side, very earnest. Yeah, this movement is so good. I'm like, dude, just donate. This is like equivalent to the Gal Gadot singing Imagine, <laughs> Imagine and with all the other celebrities like that. Like. So this this is a, a Facebook friend version of it. Like. Seeing people on Facebook post that, post that, it's like, it's meaningless like, to me. It's like, just go and like donate the money. Don't need to tell everybody about it. Just donate the money or, or pay for someone's meal. Pay yeah, pay forward. Like, like, like go to a hawker centre and pay for someone's meal, you know? Literally just yeah. do it. Yeah. Like. I've seen right. a lot of people posting that. Yeah, also yeah. I mean, to me, I'm like, ah, fuck, okay. But it doesn't. It didn't uh, cause me to that much anguish as you, lah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just the the idea of like having to tell everybody you're doing this when the people who need to see the message will not will let be much less likely to see the message when you put it on your Facebook, lah. Because we're all living our own echo chambers, lah. Yeah, I mean, I think if people do want to help, there are so many community, like, ground-up build websites that consolidate all these different organizations that are looking for help, and be it money, be it clothes, be it laptops, uh, there are so many ways to help. Um, yeah. we, can, we can even put some of those in the in the show notes uh, for this uh, episode. So if you want to help, there are ways, yeah. uh, rather yeah. than just copy and paste, like. Yeah, so that's that's my one. You come down already, you know. You come down already, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll post it tonight, uh, just to feel bad, just, just to make make see see if I get any. Scully, I really get response. Scully, I really get people say, "Hey, I really need the meal." Uh. Can you post, post it in our me? subreddit? Uh. Post it in our subreddit. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, if you really need a meal, please feel free to reach out, Harish myself. We will make it happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> you say, uh, you say, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, my I think this is my last. How is it my last shock thing already? It is, yeah, it is the last one already. Oh, you finished it? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, so my last shock thing is is almost like uh, a a feeling that I have this new superpower of of making time stretch, because I think it hit me earlier this week that last week was just one week, and mm. it felt fucking long, man. And if you mm. think about it, like twenty twenty is only we just finished three months now, which yeah. feels like. 
fucking long. I mean, that 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 is a whole bigger thing because this this thing only kicked in the past few weeks. But I think in future going forward, if you want to feel like you want to have more time, right, just stay at home, mm. and have and just 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 procrastinate a lot and and somehow time would just stretch yeah. and anytime if you feel like oh you're busy you have no time for this no just just stay at home and don't sit in front of your computer and just yeah. sit around and do nothing and magically time will appear it's kind of like meditating also like in a way right i guess maybe it's a weird way of like uh showing people what meditation feels like because yeah. honestly man now like i'm i mean I'm getting seven hours of sleep, which is something that hasn't happened ever before in the, for for in the recent years. Um, yeah. And even then, I still feel like, oh, there's so much time in the day. Of course, part of me is like, oh, after a while, I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, if only like certain things can move faster. But that's the situation. But yeah, it just feels like, goddamn, like that that we actually do have quite a lot of time. And if you if you've always been living your life speeding through the day, but always yeah. feeling like, what the fuck have you done? Maybe it's mm. time to think like, what are you doing with your time? Yeah, because I, I I do feel like yeah more in control of uh so called my productivity, in the mm. sense that because you you limit your movements and everything to to just home right, so so you you kind of get a much better sense of how much time you need to do everything because uh, I I can I can actually plan properly like okay I'm gonna do all the dishes and do all the cleaning all at this time and then like I can just do it all in one shot I'm doing laundry at this time and then I do it all. But in one your shot. but your wife doesn't influence your timetable. No, of course she does. Of course she does. But I still, I still can't yeah, plan. You have to send for approval, right? You plan <laughs> first, and then you send for approval. Yeah, but last time, last time was yeah, But last time was hard because let's say I want to do laundry. I don't. I cannot sit at home for like an hour and a half or two hours and wait for mm. wait for the laundry to finish. You see, whereas now I'm I will be at home for two hours, so I just wait for it to to be done. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So so there is a is a different way of interacting with your timetable, uh, right? Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, it's just I guess a lot of realization of like even staying at home just experiencing different no matter like even in my room right which is not the biggest like experiencing different parts of my room that I've never really thought of like sitting down and reading somewhere at the foot of my bed or something yeah. it's just yeah like oh shit this is the same space but it's just looking at it yeah. from a different angle correct correct and well, one yeah. thing that has become very very uh, so called very uh, looked forward to is new game releases uh, in my household like the actual day that the game gets released is very important to us now both me what and my wife. Uh. All the new games that are supposed to come out in April are uh, like Final Fantasy and and, and all these things. Because cause, like, if you pre-order it, if it doesn't come because you know there's a delay or some stuff, it just takes longer to ship. It really, you, you know that, oh shit, I wanted to play that on Sunday, you know, when I wasn't, when I don't have any phone calls and stuff like that. So, so it, it just, it, we just had to plan around all these different dates for that games are coming out. Uh. So it's actually oh. a very good month for, for game games. Uh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. So is it the final the final shock no, thing? Finish already? Already. Finish oh. I uh no now it's me, uh now it's me. Yours was the last no, one, but you, started, you went what? first, what? I know I started, but then we flipped after the third oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking disoriented. Yeah, I, I think see. You, okay, this, okay, okay. That's exactly what you said, like Time is different now. Yeah, time uh, is but, different. but yeah, I know we all feel very bad about this COVID nineteen. That you know, a lot of businesses that we we like, like food stores that we like, are going to close everything. But there are, you know, basically, there's one business that I really hope after COVID nineteen, a lot of them also close down now, and they don't they don't go around checking people anymore. It's all these feng shui feng shui businesses, ah. <laughs> Why? Why is it because, part of your culture, dude? 
No, yeah, but it's just the, your culture. If anything, they, they should have fucking warned the world that this was coming. COVID nineteen was coming. Like whatever horoscope you are or what, right? Somebody should have told you this. This year is gonna be written off in your in your history. It's just gonna be so bad for everyone, uh. And like, but no, no, nobody who who's reading the stars or your palm or what could have told you this at all, uh. So it's like. <laughs> All that $8,888 dollar uh, lion, whatever direction he's pointing, you put it in your house, all that. It doesn't work. Come on, it's time to just admit it. You know, every one of us got, got fucked by this thing. And, and like, if no, you're actually, still spending all that money on Jade and all of this, think no, about actually, the, where the should, money could should, go. We should think about like getting on a Feng Shui Master or something. Because I'm sure right, what they would tell you is if you didn't have that, it would be even more shit for you. Like, if you <laughs> didn't kena the thing um, and you had this Jade thing, if you didn't have the Jade thing, you would have kena the thing. Yeah, like fucking yeah. dude look at Trump dude like everything he says he can somehow retroactively point out that he was right it's an art and I think Feng Shui masters and horoscope tellers and tarot card readers they all have that talent <laughs> so maybe we should try and get someone um, who who is an expertise in Feng Shui and all and try and ask him his thoughts uh, ask like, him uh, when, when are we yeah. going to Doscon Red you tell me now or my money back uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, the one funny tweet is like, you know, you've you have always seen those those pre-roll ads on YouTube. Um, you know, work, I I can make six thousand dollars working from home. Where yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. are these people now? Yeah, you know, like no, you don't see any of those pre-roll ads anymore of all these fuckers who pro- promise that you can make X amount from working from home. It's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. yeah, bull fucking shit. Yeah, those guys also. Oh, another. God damn. That's a whole other rant. But that was yeah. my final shock thing. <laughs> so so that that's so that's ten shock things. We we sped through yeah. ten shock things. So now we don't yeah. even have to segue into like our one shock thing for the week. We just give you ten shock things. Yeah. That one I think hopefully keeps everyone entertained for a while during this yeah. CCB period. Such yeah, we're still we're still gonna upload ten, uh two podcasts a week. Um yeah. so depending on on the news uh and the news cycle or or certain things that uh we hear from you guys. I know someone uh messaged us on Instagram asking uh, about how this might be affecting the whole COVID and, you know, like um, taking extra precaution health-wise and sanitation-wise and hygiene-wise affects people who are OCD. Mm. Yeah, because you said if it's tough for people who are not OCD, imagine it for people who are OCD or hypochondriacs and all that, how are they reacting? Which which is an interesting perspective. Yeah. And as much as we said, we, we, we're not going to go down the path of interviewing YouTubers and finding out why they had problems with another YouTubers. Fuck that. It's about maybe getting people who have interesting perspectives, la, like feng shui mm. masters. La. <laughs> and asking, well, what the fuck have they been doing the past few months? You know, you should get your mum in here to debate. <laughs> I can be the judge. La. I'll be the judge. I mean, I posted, minute, I posted something on Facebook that talked about a funny interaction between me and my mom at home and um, a lot of people were commenting and all, but when she saw it, she wasn't the most pleased. La. Because so, you, you the, the same post that your mom, you mentioned your mom, you also had a lot of vulgarities also. So no, la, it's not a vulgarities thing. La. I think she's given up hope on me <laughs> vulgarities wise really. Yeah, she's given up hope. But I think she, she doesn't want to be part of the content that we create. La. Oh, so maybe I can mask her voice or something. Like I can be like, yeah, I'm bringing forward uh Sarah, Sarah, who's a neighbor, <laughs> and then like get her on. See, yeah, to, see. To debate about all the latest conspiracies, uh. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, if any more interesting news comes out that that isn't so much COVID related, maybe we'll. I think hopefully the next episode there'll be something. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure or we'll, we'll find something it, else yeah. to talk about. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twenty shook things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Twenty shook things. Okay, cool, cool, cool. 
So cool. so remember to tell one person about this podcast. Uh, check us out on uh, Reddit. Our subreddit is uh, Yalabat. Um, mm. Just go to Reddit and search. You will find it there. And let us know anything else that you might be thinking. Cool. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Stay All safe. Right. Okay, bye-bye.